Welcome back to Alliance's Heroes, where heroes in business align. To be part of our super community and find out more about Alliances, visit www.alliances.com. Now, back to our super host, David Kogan, founder of Alliances. That's right, and we just had on the CEO of Huel. Make sure you go to Huel.com. They're revolutionizing the whole way in which people are eating. All right, and thank you, too, for the feedback we had and we continue to get from having the CEO of UPS International on. So make sure you go to alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. It is the only place where entrepreneurs align. All right, what happens when you have an ache? And we all have aches somewhere. Well, we have got the solution because we have on the CEO of the Joint Chiropractic, who could be reached at thejoint.com, Peter Holt. All right, Peter, first of all, how many locations does the joint have now? Thank you for having me on, David. And right now we have over 500 locations. We just opened up our 500 store in Orlando, Florida uh, last month. Congratulations. That's a great accomplishment. It is. There's roughly about 4,000 franchisors operating in the United States today. And approximately 4% of them reach that, that goal of uh, 500 or more clinics. So we're really delighted to be able to have done that. Why do you think, though, it's been so popular? Why are there, why are there so many? I think it's because of the efficacy of chiropractic as being more and more understood. That if you think about chiropractic, it actually got started in 1890s by D.D. Palmer. Uh, and, and that uh, it's always been kind of misunderstood. Uh, I think, like, I'm a baby boomer. When we were growing up, we were, you know, really everybody thought that chiropractic was quackery. And what you're finding is more and more people are seeing this as a viable way to, to stay out of pain or get out of pain rather than use opioids or surgery. In fact, a chiropractic care is a, it's a $15 billion market. It is. And there's over 40,000 individual practitioners out there that are practicing. And if you look at our patient base, is that the 39% of our patients are millennial. So it's the young people who are coming in looking for that more holistic, non-invasive way to get out of pain. Now, as the CEO with now 500 locations, how in the world do you manage it? Well, <laughs> carefully. <laughs> and that uh, we are a franchise model. And so that uh, we certainly have our corporate offices here in Scottsdale. And that we also have around 61 corporate clinics that we own or operate ourselves. Interesting. And that so it's a combination and that you really it's the key is people. You build the infrastructure to support this business model. Now, in a franchise world, what's happening is these aren't uh, our employees. They're not a union. These are actually individual investors who put money up to build our store, use our system, use our operating model and then pay us a royalty stream in return. Now, does someone need to be a chiropractor in order to open one up? That is such a great question, and the answer is no. That if you look at our, 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 our base of franchisees, about one-third of the franchisees are, in fact, a doctor of chiropractic. And the other two-thirds are business people who are hiring the doctor. Now, this isn't your first time being involved with franchises, right? Tell us about some of the other things you've been involved with. Sure. No, I've been actually building and managing franchise systems for over 30 years that uh, I actually started um, working at the International Franchise Association, which is a trade association that represents the interests of franchising, and just fell in love with the business model. I would say that franchising is one of the most powerful, unique forms of business development, particularly for retail. Now, not all franchising is retail. There's probably about two or 300 industries that are utilizing the methodology of franchising. So when I was working at the International Franchise Association, 
my job was to run around the country and sell memberships to the association. And as I did that, some of the members came to me and said, come work for me. So I did, and I started working for franchise businesses after that. Uh, one of the most notable ones would be what was uh, Mailboxes, etc., which is now the UPS store. Um, and uh, most of my career has actually been international. So not just simply building franchises in the United States, but building them across the world. So one of the questions that we've gotten a number of questions from our listeners, but one of those is what makes a successful franchisee, maybe particularly within the joint or overall, since you've had so much experience with other franchises? Well, I first of all say that what you find with somebody who's typically buying a franchise, and we're going to talk about like a small box retail franchise. And that's what do I mean when I say small box retail? That's that thousand square feet in line anchored by the supermarket where you get a haircut, buy a frozen yogurt, and now do chiropractic care. And that what I love about franchising, and this is probably the core of what makes them so successful, is the absolute passion they have for the business. So they aren't just, you know, okay, I'm going to try this. I put down, let's say, my investment. In our, in our case, it'd be about $150,000. You're going to have to also pay us a franchise fee. You're going to have to pay the money to get to the concept to break even. And my experience is, is people are very, very thoughtful about what they invest in, and they're engaged. Uh, one of the most tragic statistics I've heard is that 75% of the American people are disengaged from the work that they do. Now, that's horrifying, because where do we spend most of our time? At work. And one of the reasons that I have not been able to leave the franchise model is that these people are not, engaged, are, are not disengaged. When you, I'll just tell you, when you put up a portion of your life savings, a significant portion of your life savings, you are going to really care about it. And it can be very positive or very negative, but your passion, your care, your, your, your willingness to do what it takes to build that business is, is so profound, and which is one of the reasons franchising is such a powerful business model. Excellent. Well, you know what's more powerful, too, is listening to me on the Alliances Hero Show with David Kogan. You could be re- we could be reached at alliances.com by going to E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com because we have with us Peter Holt, the CEO of The Joint Chiropractic. You could reach him at thejoint.com. All right, Peter, do you go and use chiropractic services? Absolutely. What is the most common thing that somebody goes to? Uh, Back pain. Back pain. That uh, I actually have been going to chiropractors for over 30 years. And uh, that's not why I have the job, but it's really given me interesting insight from the perspective of a patient. And I think I was typical for a lot of people is that I was walking into the office, I was in this terrible back pain, and uh, my friend in the office said, oh my gosh, you've got to go to my chiropractor. I didn't know what a chiropractor was. I just wanted to get out of pain. And so I went to that doctor. He went through a series of adjustments, and the pain was relieved. And so I started going to a chiropractor when? When I was in pain. Now, what happens at the joint, we're not just servicing people or treating people when they're in pain. We believe, actually, that you know, there's a improving quality of life through delivery of, uh, of uh, routine and affordable chiropractic care. And so what you, we learned is that you can stay out of pain by having regular uh, chiropractic adjustments. And you joined the company, The Joint Chiropractic, again, can be reached at thejoint.com, in 2016, and you really turned around that company. What type of things did you do, and how did you learn how to do that? Sure. Uh, the concept always was very sound. And when I came in about three and a half years ago, we were really fu- struggling with two major issues. One is that we had gone public in November of 2014, did a secondary round in 15, and in basically those two rounds raised $30 million and built or bought 61 corporate clinics in 18 months. 
which is an extraordinary achievement. I mean, to go from zero corporate clinics to 61 corporate clinics in 18 months is a huge undertaking. Now, the challenge was, as we were building out or buying those corporate clinics, our franchise community stopped feeling the love. And if you're familiar with the franchise model is that when your franchisees, and we were just talking about the passion that they bring into the business, is when they stop feeling the love, it's a really rough place to be. Secondly, is as we were building these corporate clinics, uh, they were underperforming and putting some financial pressure on the company. So I was brought in as number one, to help build the relationship with our franchise community, and number two, get our corporate clinics profitable. Excellent, well I gotta tell you, that's, I mean, that's amazing in its own because that is quite a transition. What do you see as the future in regards to franchising itself? Because what, what's happening? What's the future of it? I would say with the future, franchising is in, incredibly bright. Uh, it is one of the most powerful forms of business development, particularly in that retail sector. If you think about what keeps a business in business, it's really simple. They stay connected to their consumer. They continue. When you lose relevance to your consumer, you ultimately go out of business. Now, how do you stay relevant to your consumer? You listen to them. Now, in a traditional big box business, who's talking to our customer? Who has the greatest insights on the customer? The lowest paid employee. And you don't listen to the lowest paid employee. You won't listen to him. Nobody does. But in that franchise model, it's not that lowest paid employee who is doing the, doing the talking. It's that franchisee who has a vested interest in the outcome. And they're providing you that key information as a franchisor to stay current to your consumer. What would you say to a graduating class now of chiropractic school in regards to the field itself, in regards to whether they're going to go on their own practice, whether they're going to do the franchise model, whether they're going to go work for someone? What would you say to the graduating class? First of all, I would thank them. I think that the doctors of chiropractic are amazing in how they help people. And that if they want to go into, a, into their own practice, is one of the values of a model like ourselves is that they, in fact, have a business in a box. And so that they are maybe, a, they just finished schooling, they know how to be a doctor of chiropractic. They don't necessarily understand how to market, how to do the operational side, how to do the accounting side. And so what we're doing is providing that whole package for them to allow them to more successfully uh, run that business. Well, I got to tell you, Peter, you help your clients and franchisees change their lives with better quality of care that's focused on the consumer and improving health. That's a hero. Peter Holt, President and CEO of The Joint Chiropractic. You can reach him at thejoint.com. This has been David Kogan with Eliances.